I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, the week that was for Kyler Murray. Contract, homework, some fiery words from Kyler himself, and how the team is now responding to it all. Wait till you hear this. Tyreek Hill raising the bar yet again for the Miami Dolphins offense? Is he speaking out of turn? And Nick has the top five landing spots for Kevin Durant. Thank goodness, because I'm dying to know where he should end up. It is Friday. I know Broussard's been on Brooklyn. Nick, give us a teaser. Give us something. Wet the palate and I'll lose. Oh, I'll give you a teaser. Give us something. Unlike yesterday's disastrous bud list, you will see with my top five destinations. (laughs) It is all head, no heart. It is all facts, no feelings. Is there are no biases or sacred cows? There's a team on there that will shock you, America. That coming up in 29 minutes. As long as you say it with your chest, okay. all I care about. All right, we get to that. Got to start with this. Kyler Murray, the week that was good, bad, and a little bit ugly. So first he signs a $230 million contract. That's good. Then we learned about the homework clause in the contract. That's kind of bad. Then yesterday, Murray calling a press conference where he had to defend his work ethic. Take a listen to this. To think that I can accomplish everything that I've accomplished in my career um, and not be a student of the game and not, um, not, not have that passion and not, not take this serious is, is almost it's disrespectful and it's, it's, almost, it's, it's almost a joke. You gotta wonder why they even put it in. Well, in keeping with the mess that has now become (laughs) Kyler and his contract, Cardinals putting out this statement. After seeing the distraction it created, we removed the addendum from the contract. It was clearly perceived in ways that were never intended. Oh, I have so much to say. Our confidence in Kyler Murray is as high as it's ever been. Nothing demonstrates our belief in his ability to lead this team more than the commitment reflected in this contract. And yet, Nick, somehow they found the need to include it in the contract originally. What was your reaction when you heard this news? Well, hold on. I'm tr- I, let me let me see something. Oh, wait. Damn it. Okay. Sorry. This is a mess now. They're right. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. <laughs> I saw people saying that. I'm like, I'm going to try. No, you can't. This is out there now, and it's going to follow them all year long. I mean, this is, this, this is a mark of an unserious organization. And I tried to couch that and say that gently when this story first arose. But the fact that we now know that they did not anticipate this reaction only proves that they're an unserious organization. 
and the fact that I am certain Kyler's representation pushed back against this clause being included, and it's probably why it was four hours and not eight hours, or why it was at home rather than at the facility, as Brew and I talked about. They they held the line when it came to Kyler Murray and his negotiation, but they're not holding the line when it comes to Twitter memes and a media reaction. They're just, they, I don't know how you can look at this team from their decisions to stick with Steve Kime, from their decision to extend Cliff Kingsbury, and now their decision to preemptively extend Kyler Murray, despite the fact that there are parts of his preparation they don't believe in, and call them a serious organization. And then for them to backtrack and seem caught off guard that a that a contract addendum or clause that none of us had ever seen in anyone's contract in NFL history that they're like what us yo we we, we never anticipated it's yeah. your job to anticipate so <laughs> i just i think that this is going to be something that will be a storyline for the cardinals throughout the year brew and unfortunately it could follow kyler further it, it, that where if Kyler it does not reach that next level, fair or not, because I thought Kyler handed himself well in the press conference, but fair or not, people will say it's because, you know, he's too busy playing COD rather than, rather than watching film. Right. <laughs> uh, look, I agree with essentially everything you said, Nick, and there's a lot to unpack here. Number one, Kyler's press conference. Kyler... I believe was mad at the wrong people. He was like chastising the media. The media are just reacting to the ridiculous clause in the contract, right? Right. He should have been mad at the Cardinals. Now, it's possible he was, while addressing the media, his real target and real audience was the Cardinals. So I think that's possible, but he don't be mad at us. We're just looking at this like, what? What does this mean? That's natural. But all that said, I think the Cardinals look worse than Kyler looks or looked. Obviously, it was embarrassing for him. But as Nick said, it's worse for the Cardinals. And Nick, you're saying they're unserious. How about incompetent? I mean, really, this is incompetence. okay? because there are really only three reasons that I can think of for putting the clause in the contract. And none of them make you look good. Number one. It was necessary, right? He's not doing any film study. I'm just saying if if this is the case, that he's not doing any film study and you think he really needs it to get to the next level, then why are you giving him $230 million? That doesn't look good. Number two, some people have speculated, did they put it in there or even leak it to embarrass him? Why would you want to, even if you're upset, right, that he kind of forced you into doing this deal, Why would you want to embarrass your quarterback? You've got to work with this guy. You've got to try to win Super Bowls with this guy going forward. What's the value of embarrassing? And number three, Nick, as you said, they didn't think it would be a big deal. They didn't think it would leak. How could you think this wouldn't get out? And if it did get out, that it wouldn't become a huge deal. So none of that speaks highly of the Cardinals. And Nick, I believe this. This is the one thing I kind of disagree with you on. If they start the season well, and they got a tough schedule. They got Kansas City. They got the Rams. Yeah. uh, Another tough team in there early, right? 
But yep. let's say they start they off well and they're rolling. The it could be, no doubt. There you, you see it right there. Okay, so they got Kansas City, the Raiders, and the Rams. Yes, right. could be 0-3. But let's say they start well. What if they start 4-1? and one? Then I think this kind of, and they continue it and play well throughout the season, sure. it could become a footnote, right? But if they start poorly, as you said, that's likely or very probable at least, then this won't go away. And Wilds, I, I hate to even bring this up, but if they have a bad season and Kyler has a, uh, a less than stellar season, they could eventually have to divorce. I, I, I hate to say it because it, wow. it just, like Nick said, you can't put the toothpaste back in. If, if he plays poorly, we know he'll be pissed and he'll be pissed that they put that clause in there and it became such a big deal. A lot of people will blame the poor season on this clause and this whole scenario. Yeah, I, I think it could potentially lead to that type of thing. Okay. I think you guys make some Or at least valid the firings, points. right? Firings of, of the yeah. front off, you know, sure. firings. Of the front well, office. take in there from Broussard. I mean, anyone Cliff Kingsbury fired. Okay. So here's the thing. I agree well, with you, him, Broussard. But, but and I, I agree with you. I get it. I get it. Here's the thing. If I had a contract that I signed and I was very happy with it, but there was a clause in there that got out that Kevin Wilds needed to brush his teeth at least four times a week <laughs> and always have mouthwash available <laughs> on the show. And always needed to carry big red gum. And I said, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this, is, it, this is outrageous. I call an impromptu press conference. And I got out there and said, the, the idea that you have to put in the contract that I need to brush my teeth four times a week. It's ridiculous. And then Fox Sports 1 management says, you know what? <clears throat> Strike that. I said, good. Problem solved. At the same time, Nick. Do you think I would ever show up to work without my breath smelling minty fresh? The message has oh. been sent. I would make sure I was locked in on my dental hygiene, whether the contract was in there or not, because now I've been tagged as the guy who doesn't brush their teeth. So maybe the Cardinals were an unserious franchise. Maybe they accidentally embarrassed Kyler. So be it. The end result as we move forward is what? Is Kyler going to study more this year or less? I'd argue he would study more than ever before. I could see him saying, you know what? You get to a point where it's Agreed. time to kind of shut it down. And I could see him say, I'm, I'm going to do a little bit more. I'm going to study a little bit yeah. more. I'm going to work a little bit harder. I'm going to be like Russell Wilson and do three <laughs> times as much that people want me to. So I think for all the mess this is, the final bottom line is Kyler will probably study more, don't yeah. you think? See, I, no, I don't. And, and, and I, I can see that Jenna wants to get in on this, so I'm going to use an analogy that I think is more apropos that I think will, will, Jenna can respond to, which is you're saying the brushing your teeth thing because that's like embarrassing for you and, it, and it's something obviously everyone needs to do. I don't think that's what this is. I think Kyler... It would appear from his comments prior to the press conference to the New York Times, where he talked about his lack of film study, felt like 
The way some guys do it, I don't need to do it that way. In fact, I'm better doing it elsewhere, in other ways. So the analogy I would use is, if FS1 put in my contract, by the way, Nick, you need to do four hours of cardio every week. We think you need to be in tip-top physical condition. These are grueling shows. And I'm like, man, I go out drinking. I, sm I smoke black and milds. I haven't worked out in 10 years. And I'm a god dog star. Y'all be damned if you're going to make me do that. And then all of a sudden they removed it. You think now I'm exercising every day? No, I'm going the other way. Bleep you for questioning how I got here. So I, do the, so Jenna, I, 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 I see you have a take on this, so go ahead. But I just don't think it's like, I don't think no, it would I, go like that. Go ahead, Jenna. Oh, I do agree with you, Nick. All I'm saying is we're placing so much on the dysfunction of the Arizona Cardinals. There's a reason the Cardinals put it in. Whether you believe that Kyler can perform right. with or without homework, we never heard about this with anyone else. So something has been rubbing the Cardinals the wrong way with his preparation for games. Something 100%. was big enough that they needed to put it in the contract to begin with. So maybe this isn't all entirely on the Cardinals. Maybe both sides need to come to accept a little bit of blame sure. and see where the season takes us, Broussard. Sure. Yeah, Nick, I'm with Wilds. I, I do agree that Kyler's going to study more. And, Nick, he, I, here's why I don't like your analogy. You don't have to be in tip-top condition to sit on, uh, I mean, on I sit am, down obviously. for two hours oh, and run your mouth. All right? None of us do. I mean, Kyler Murray needs yeah. to study Some film. Of us do. Like, it's not an option. I get it. He may do it differently. He may, you know, have other things he does as well. He needs to study film, too. Fair enough. Agreed on all fronts. Oh, look at Tyreek Hill in a uniform. Tyreek has always been outspoken, but is he raising the bar for the Miami Dolphins offense just a little bit too high? We're all going to weigh in after the break. First things first. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Tomorrow, Baseball Night in America on Fox. Carlos Correa leading the Twins against Manny Machado and the Padres. Or you may see the Phillies taking on the Pirates or Cardinals Nationals. Check for the game in your area. Baseball Night in America on Fox. To the NFL now, new season, new faces on new teams. Alas, new headlines. Tyreek Hill, who was part of one of the most unstoppable offenses ever when he was paired with Travis Kelsey in Kansas City, now with the Dolphins, and get this, Tyreek thinks the Dolphins might just have as dangerous a pair of receivers in Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. When asked about defenses trying to stop them, he had this to say. Earmuffs, kids, earmuffs. Oh, they're scared. I'm gonna tell you what, J-Dub, 
like he's he, he's faster than I thought. Like when I first got here, I was like, okay, he's a four three. Because typically, like when you see four four three guys, you know they don't run as fast on the football field. But J Dub, like he actually he actually runs a four three on the football field. There's a difference. You're going to laugh, but J-Dub was my nickname all throughout high school on the volleyball team. Everything was J-Dub. So me and Jalen were like that. this, even though you can't see what I'm doing. Broussard. Yes. Will Ty I was like, is he talking about me? Uh, will Tyreek regret all his comments about the Dolphins offense? Well, J-Dub, um, look, I, I don't think yeah. that the Dolphins are going to light the world on fire like Tyreek is saying. Because when you take these comments combined with the rest of what he's been saying this offseason. I mean, you think they're going to win the Super Bowl, at least get there. I'm not willing to go that far. But that receiving core is nice. All right, Jalen Waddle had a great rookie year, even with the unevenness at quarterback. Obviously, we know what Tyreek Hill is. Mike Gesicki, he, he's a very good tight end. The running back core is even nice, all right? And Nick yep. is going to paint this like I'm saying Tua Tunga Viola is a future Hall of Famer. Just because I'm not ready to relegate him to career backup status. All right. Just because I'm not ready to uh, uh, write him off after just 21 regular season games. Just because I speak about him in measured tones. All right. But here's what I know, Nick. Tunga Viola's won 13 of those 21 games. Tunga Viola is okay. very accurate. That's one thing. He's not more accurate than Mahomes, but he is accurate. That's one thing Tyreek is right about. All right? And he's done that, Nick, playing behind the worst offensive line in football. All right? In the last two years, Pro Football Focus has had him in the bottom five. Those are his two years there. So I do think in a, a better performance from Tua is coming. I do think the offense is going to be legit. I actually like Mike McDaniel. From what I see so far, I like him. I think he's oh, a smart yeah, guy, course. and I think he'll do some good things. Now, Tyreek, again, has set the bar so high that Tua Nick almost needs to be Pat Mahomes to make up, to, to reach uh, Tyreek's uh, standard, all right? It's going mm -hmm. to be tough for the Dolphins just to make the playoffs. Even as I think Tua will play yeah. better and the offense will be good. If you get three teams from the AFC West, two from the AFC North, if, then that leaves Buffalo in the AFC East. All right. So it's going to be sure. tough, but I'll end with this, Nick. Tyreek Hill yeah. is more, cl is closer to the truth about Tua than you are. Okay. No, he's not. Well, okay. That's interesting because I do think he's a career backup. And Tyreek says he's the most accurate passer in the league. So you, you're on that side of it. Wilds, I need you to put your creative brain over the weekend on a project. We need a over new placeholder for the way Brew talks about some of these quarterbacks. And then he says, listen, I'm not saying he's a future Hall of Famer. No, but you are saying he's like a future Donovan McNabb. Or whatever that Starter? next tier is. Brew, Brew yeah. talks about these yeah. guys in glowing, glowing terms. And then he's like, but I'm not saying he's YA Tittle. I am simply saying, but what are you saying? Because you like Tua. He's 13 he's and 8. Good. All these things. So, okay, exactly. I'm saying he's good. Somebody mark that down. I want that in a time capsule. Chris Broussard, colon. 
quotation mark. I'm saying he's good, in quotation mark, on Tua Tungavailoa, because I'm saying he's not. And here is what I anticipate. Can we show the Dolphins' schedule? The Dolphins, I anticipate, now week one, they have a nice, easy game. But then it's the Ravens, you're, then you're it's just the Bills, not a nice person. then it's the Bengals. <laughs> so I anticipate that after week four, when the Dolphins are one and three, that this news is coming out of uh, Cincinnati, where the game was played. Tyreek Hill left the locker room before the media entered. Tyreek Hill did not give commentary after a three-catch, 18-yard <laughs> performance. Now listen, I am incredibly grateful, Wilds, for what Tyreek Hill did with my beloved Kansas City Chiefs. They don't win the Super Bowl they won without him. He was a great player. And on the field, he did everything right. But I think he is biting off more than he can chew in service of trying to be a good teammate. I actually think he's doing him and his team a disservice. I I, I give him credit, Wilds. He's not ta- done a lot of me, me, me commentary. Uh, the, the, you know, they're going to be scared bleepless right. about us. It's a little bit about him. But he's trying to build up to uh, talk about Waddle. I think he believes he's doing the right thing. But I think because of the limitations of Tua, it's going to be something that will follow him throughout the year. And I think he's going to be quickly frustrated. Okay, so I think that the Dolphins start 0-4. They have the Patriots week Ooh. one in Miami. It's a game we often lose. Oof. But I'm actually thankful yeah. that we get this Dolphins squad week one before they get everything worked out. You know why? I'm not scared expletive, as Tyreek Hill says, but I am a little bit nervous, Broussard, about three things. Number one, I'm just nervous about speed in general. The team is super fast. Tyreek's right. fast. He said Jalen Waddle's even faster than he thought. Two, I'm worried that Jalen Waddle, who had two touchdowns against my beloved Patriots, is going to come out this year and be even better. And guess what? He was great last year. When you look at his stats, yes. it's basically him and Anquan Bolden. 104 yards, over 1,000, uh, excuse me, 104 receptions, 1,000 yards, six touchdowns. And number three, and Nick, I'll throw this to you because you've seen Tyreek Hill his entire career. I'm nervous about the unknown. I'm nervous about the Mike McDaniel, you know, going into his bag of tricks. And like last year, Tyreek Hill had 96 uh, rushing yards, what was considered rushing yards. You throw the ball behind the line of scrimmage or backwards. Jalen Waddle had three. I could see some sort of Debo Samuel-esque type thing. Yeah, I think they're going to have to. Like the play that the Browns ran for Odell against the Cowboys. Something weird, kind of like mastermind brain that scares me that Mike McDaniel's going to break out. No, and Brew, I'll just go to you quickly on this. That is what I think they're going to have to do because I don't believe in Tua, but, I mean, he can throw the ball five yards. I think they're going to get the ball to Tyreek and Jalen behind the line of scrimmage and in space and try to, I think, the not not quite like Debo, but I think that's the way they're going to try to accumulate yards, bro. No, I agree. Look, we know he's not throwing the ball 70 yards down the field, but I do think he. we know he's accurate, Nick, and both of these guys can run after the catch. So I, I do, and Wilds, Tyreek nailed you. You can deny it all you want. You are terrified. Nick, did you hear that comment? 
You're terrified. Yeah, he's You scared. just praise them to he's the scared. high heavens. Terrified. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're terrified. I'm a little nervous. That's why one and three. Scared. Uh, look, it, one and like, three. They'll get that nervous. first win and then right. lose three straight. Tyreek making the best of his new team in Miami. Kevin Durant would love to do the same, you know, once he finds a new team. Nick breaking down where KD should go. First things first. To the NBA now, yeah. Kevin Wilds, and the offseason topic that just keeps on giving. KD and his future landing spot like sand through the hourglass. Phoenix, Miami, Boston, all options where he could end up, but where should he end up? You know, upside, legacy, happiness, all those fancy things. Nick, give America your top five best landing spots for Kevin Durant. I will do that. Before I do that, though, Jen, I must disagree. I think we saved an otherwise very mediocre, weird, and wonderful. Now for number five, <laughs> my own personal dream, <laughs> Oklahoma City. It's not going to happen, but a man can dream. What would the trade look like? They keep SGA. They keep Chet. They give you Giddy. They give you Dort. They give you Poku. They give you Clutch Client Baisley, the 11th pick and the 12th pick of this year's draft, Jang and Williams, and then four first-round picks. It's not going to happen, but it'd be fun. Next, number four. Uh, why go Donovan Mitchell hunting? When what? you could go Kevin Durant hunting. Hmm. Rich Kleiman's dream come to life. You can keep your entire <laughs> business empire set up where it is. What does that trade look like? R.J. Barrett, my pal Quentin Grimes, Obi Toppin, Cam Reddish, Derek Rose, a D, uh, Derek Rose, and four first-round picks. The Jazz don't want R.J. Barrett. Do the do the Nets want R.J. Barrett? Maybe, possibly. You could stay in New York. Think about it. Now to the good stuff. These top three, it really could have been a three-team list because these are the three that matter. Golden State. Now you're like, Nick, we've heard this trade before, but you can't trade Wiggins and this did. No, 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 Wiggins not in it. This is what we call pulling the pin on the Draymond gr grenade before it goes off. Whoa! Oh, that's right. Kevin Durant's ultimate vindication. Draymond Green, out. KD, in. <laughs> Jordan Poole, Kaminga, who Brew told me is a future star. Moses Moody, two unprotected first-round picks. The Nets at least have a phone call, at least have a meeting about this. The Warriors are like, listen, if you leak that we've offered this, we'll never do business with you again, and Joe Lacob will use all of his influence in the business world to take down Alibaba. However, this is the offer. What do you say? They have a meeting. Think about it. Ooh, whoa, that would be a great podcast on the volume when Draymond gets traded to the Nets. Number two, the one brew that I think is going to happen, the Boston Celtics. We know the parameters of it. Jalen plus Marcus Smart. We're throwing in Peyton Pritchard, a couple first-round picks. That's the trade that I think is going to happen, but it's not my favorite one. The trade that should happen, brew is the New Orleans Pelicans. The best player that mm. the Nets can receive is Brandon Ingram. The most picks they're going to get is from the Pelicans. We're including Larry Nance Jr. and Herb Jones. That's all rookie team Herb Jones, future all defensive player Herb Jones, four first round picks, all-star Brandon Ingram. And by the way, Pelicans could compete for the West immediately. KD is a one, Zion is a two, CJ is a three, my goodness, plus the KD Willie Green reunion that nobody but me seems to care about. 
There are the five best spots. <laughs> hey, listen, Brew. I know I, I, I know that you're gonna want to rip this because I was so hard on the bud list. But be honest, those are some beautiful, beautiful traits. Be honest. It's true. All right. Honest. Well, look, I want to just, like you said, let's just dismiss number five, Oklahoma City. I mean, okay. I, no. Uh, Knicks? It's just a No, what? The Knicks? The Knicks? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why in the world would Kevin Durant want to go to the Knicks? He wants, I think he wants to win. I didn't think he got to I pick. think he wants to win, right? All right. Him, well, Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle. From what New I'm, big three. Uh, my understanding is the Nets are still trying to win, too. Even if they don't have KD, yeah. they're trying to win. So you don't bring on the Knicks roster. All right, number three. I Obviously, the Warriors could put together a nice package. I, I, I really like the package they could put together. I just don't see them wanting Draymond. And, and, and this might be sound crazy. Because obviously, Steph, Clay, and Durant is awesome. But you're giving up all your young talent, right? And you're giving up your playmaker in Draymond. So as good as they would be with KD, Steph, and Clay, I don't know. That's the heart and soul, and that's your playmaker. So I'm worried about that. Now, let's go to the Celtics. Um, You're right. The Celtics could. Here's the thing about the Celtics and the Warriors deals, Nick, because they both obviously would be great teams if Durant's there, even regardless of what they give up. But does that answer the question that we all, I think everyone now wants the question answered, can KD lead his own squad? And Nick, I actually think now much of the basketball world is pulling for KD. Like, I think think people are starting to like KD. Like, you know what? We kind of like that he's on Twitter. We like that he'll go at it, you know, with fans and be accessible. And we would love to see KD win. He's a great player. All-time great. We'd love to see him do it. Boston and Golden State don't answer those questions. Now, New Orleans does. That's not, look, if you got the three you mentioned, Zion, KD, and CJ, you obviously are an immediate contender. Reportedly, Brandon Ingram is not being offered. Obviously, you'd give him up for KD. But remember this, Nick. David Griffin, the executive vice president down there for basketball operations, remember how he was miserable in Cleveland because it was championship or bust every single year with LeBron James? Wouldn't it be that with Kevin Durant? I'm not saying he doesn't want him. I'm just saying, hmm, like Wilds. This will be on Wilds' hmm thing. Um, So I don't know. I mean, that puts a lot of pressure. Win automatically. So all of that leads me to say this, Nick. Oh, don't The best place for Kevin Durant is still even after this list. Okay. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, one year, KD. You haven't given it a shot. You played 44 games with Kyrie, your buddy. Give it one year at least. See how it goes. See if Simmons is all right. Do you, you're on paper, you're great. If you win it, you answer all the questions. You silence all the critics. The haters have to go to sleep. Stay in Brooklyn one year, KD, at least, and see how it goes. And I think the Nets want to do that, or will do that. Okay. Can I go and address something before I address the trades? It's not my hmm thing. It's my fictitious show that lives behind the paywall, Bersard. Don't call just a hmm. That's why we don't get any subscriptions. If my own teammates here won't support it. 
That being said, I want to discuss the Frisky Pelicans. After I named the Pelicans Frisky, ah, oh, look at the fruits of my labor coming in. All of a sudden, Nick Wright wants to get on the Frisky bandwagon and say, oh, it's the Pelicans <laughs> in this Frisky trade proposal. But here's why I don't necessarily love it. And even this, I feel uncomfortable commenting on. If you remember why I named the Pelicans Frisky. Frisky style of play with Jose Alvarado. Also Frisky MVP yeah, they pick keep him. with Zion. Yeah. The yeah. most important, the foundation of the friskiness was Frisky was the point chemistry. Camera. The team seems you to like each other. And I don't want Brandon Ingram in these trade talks so we don't have a Jalen Brown Celtic situation. And I think, Nick, the Pelicans know this, and that's why these are the headlines if you type in Brandon Ingram. Kevin Durant rumors. Pelicans Brandon Ingram, not available in trade for Nets star. Next one, Brandon Ingram, not available in potential Kevin Durant talk. Brandon Ingram, not available in trade package for the Nets. They're like, very. They're, David Griffin or whoever is putting this out is very adamantly saying, hey, Brandon Ingram, we love you here. We do not want to move you anywhere. We are the frisky team for 22-23. There's no reason to move on it. So I don't think it's going to happen, and I think the Pelicans have done a great job keeping team chemistry intact and not let Sean Marks in his puppeteer ways to get everybody upset. Okay, two things. First point is me proposing the Pelicans as the best spot well predates you naming the Pelicans Frisky. And in fact, you naming the Pelicans Frisky almost made me change them off the top. Oh, I do know. Check. Oh, okay. We have an exact date you named the Pelicans Frisky. I'll send you the tweets with timestamps, my friend, about when I proposed this trade the first time. (laughs) Second of all, to quote our most loyal viewer, Lil Wayne, real G's move in silence, my friend. Uh, David Griffin in the shadows on the Signal app sending anonymous trade requests. If this were to happen, if, if this were to happen, you're not going to find out till the day it happens. Like, oh my God, what just happened here? That's how it would work. So yeah, they they are handling things. You know, they're not as not as chattery as it seems like Boston might be about their potential trade. That's smart though. That's the trade that should happen. I don't think it will. I think he's going to Boston, but that's the trade that should happen. Maybe it's got the feel, as Broussard says, he might not be going anywhere. I could see him starting back in Brooklyn. Uh, We got to talk some Kyler Murray. The contract saga continues. Hear what Kyler had to say and how the Cardinals reacted. First things first. Time now for stories to start your morning, brought to you by Ram Trucks, built to serve. And we're talking about the week that was for Kyler Murray. First, he signs that big mega $230 million contract. Then we learned that there's a homework clause in the contract. Then yesterday, after a bunch of pushback, Murray calls a press conference to talk about the homework clause in his contract. Take a listen to this. To think that I can accomplish everything that I've accomplished in my career um, and not be a student of the game and not, um, not, not have that passion and not, not take this serious is, is almost, it's disrespectful. And it's, it's, almost, it's, it's almost a joke. 
Well, the Cardinals, who clearly didn't anticipate any of this being a problem, issued this statement yesterday. After seeing the distraction it created, we removed the addendum from the contract. It was clearly perceived in ways that were never intended. Our confidence in Kyler Murray is as high as it's ever been, and nothing demonstrates our belief in his ability to lead this team more than the commitment reflected in this contract. Oh, boy. Nick, what was your reaction to all this? Yeah. My reaction is any time that the same week you get married, you have folks speculating about your pending divorce, something has gone awry, and someone needs to be held to account. And, and Brew, to start the show, I think understandably and reasonably said that this could cause a real fracture in the relationship, that if we look down the road, could end up one day resulting in Kyler and the Cardinals divorcing. It's like, so I shouldn't have had... My ex give the toast in the in the rehearsal dinner. Ah, oh, that was the problem. Okay. Yeah, you should have seen this coming, fellas. You should have known that putting an unprecedented, you know, not only homework clause, but it was it was every element of it. It was the homework clause. Well, that's kind of insulting. The time. The, the fact that you put a fine point on the time, Jenna, exactly. Well, that's really insulting. The fact that you in parentheticals added no second screening. We know how you Gen Zers are with your with your uh, inability to pay attention to things. So if you you're not allowed to Twitch stream Call of Duty while you're you know supposed to be preparing for Aaron Donald, and and here's why, Brew. If I were Kyler, I would be furious because I'm sure Kyler didn't want this in there. And in every negotiation, anything that ends up in a contract, someone wanted in there. And if it is something that is controversial, someone wanted it in there at the expense of something else. Either, all right, we'll give you more money or we'll agree that we will give on this because you must give on that. So they thought about this. And then the Cardinals folded to the media and to memes and to funny graphs on Twitter about Kyler Murray's passer rating pre and post the release date of the latest Call of Duty game. That's out there, and by the way, it's a little compelling. I looked at that, and wild. it made me go, like, like, when's the next Call of Duty coming out? We all blame Cliff Kingsbury's postseason collapses. Maybe it's the late fall Call of Duty releases. I at least paused on the tweet and looked at it. It's not good, bro. And it's just the mark, the Cardinals not seeing this train come coming down the tracks is embarrassing for them. Yeah, I agree with pretty much everything you said, Nick. I want to unpack yesterday's happenings. All right, Kyler Murray at the press conference. First of all, what he said was fine, but he was mad at the wrong group of people. Why are you mad at the media? Like you said, Nick, if you do something crazy at your wedding, don't get mad at the people that respond like, wow, what does that mean? No, get mad at the Cardinals for putting the clause in your contract. And I do believe, Nick, it's very good, a very good chance he was talking to the Cardinals, even though he was directing his comments to the media. He, was, he may have been talking to the Cardinals through the media, and then they got the hit and did what they did with removing the clause. Look, Kyler's not blameless in this. He obviously needs to spend more time studying film, okay, or they wouldn't have felt the need to put that in there. But the Cardinals look far worse, Wiles. The Cardinals look terrible. And Nick has been saying they're an unserious franchise. They actually look like an incompetent franchise. 
Because the, the three reasons I can think of that you would put the clause in there all make them look bad. Number one, it really was necessary. He don't study a lick and he hates to do it. All right. Well, why did you give him $230 million then early in his career? Why not hold the gr your ground and make him earn it and tell him, we want to see you study more before we give you this contract. Number two, there's people out there saying that the Cardinals put it in there because they were upset that he forced their hand wilds to get this deal done and they wanted to embarrass him. Why would you want to embarrass your quarterback who you're going to try to win Super Bowls with? All right, that doesn't, if you did that, you're an idiot. All right, so that doesn't make any sense to me. And then did they think this wouldn't leak? We can put it in there. Nobody will know. What? You have to understand this would get to the NFL front office and maybe somebody from there leaks it or however it got out. And so no, if they didn't foresee those, those three reasons, all of them are bad. Now, I'll say this, Wilds. At the end of the day yesterday, they did what they had to do. They did the only thing they could do to try to go forward. Remove all it. Right? And that's remove the clause. And if, it, if they start the season strong, and they may not, but if they start the season strong and play well throughout the year, maybe win another 11, 12 games and make the playoffs, I think this will kind of be a, a small footnote that we'll, maybe we'll look back one day and laugh at. It. But if they start poorly yeah, in the schedule, maybe. you see it, Kansas City, the Raiders, the Rams. Tough. They could be 0-3. If they start poorly, Wilds, that's when I said what Nick mentioned. This could ultimately lead to divorce because everybody's going to focus on this scenario. They're going to blame Kyler's lack of study for part of the problem and what the Cardinals just did to him. And so that's why I say ultimately it could lead to firings in the front office or Kyler going elsewhere. Wow. Or what I think is going to happen, Broussard, he ends up studying more. And just because he they withdrew the addendum didn't mean sure. they, they got their point across. So Nick has talked about if he wasn't doing sports, he'd want to be a lawyer. And he has some lawyerly qualities, including finely tuned suits. I don't have any ambitions to be a lawyer, but I think I would be an excellent lawyer for one reason. I would constantly use this strategy. Withdrawn, I would lay out wild accusations and then say withdrawn like nick it would work if you were accused of burglarizing a ben and jerry's i would just say well nick did you or did you not then go to cvs and buy a giant ice cream spoon and a giant ice cream bowl and a pepto-bismol and a thing of paper towels you're like what i said withdrawn and then in the jury like, did he actually buy a giant ice cream spoon of course he did it the moral story is this, and why it'd be such an effective strategy. You withdraw it, but the point is taken. The point has come across. Kyler, we don't think you study enough. Now Kyler has to do a press conference. So what do you think is going to happen this season, Nick? Do you think he's going to study less? No. Do you think he's going to study the same? No. He's going to study more because he knows yeah, the spotlight know is on him. And maybe it was just in through incompetence, as Good you point. think. But the bottom line is he will study more and probably be more successful because of this silly clause. 
I don't know. Again, Wilds, first of all, that it, it, I'm not sure your strategy works anywhere outside of televised courtrooms, but it does seem like it, it would works. be effective. <laughs> just lay out the terrible accusation and then be like, I'm sorry, Your Honor, withdraw. And the jury is just withdraw. contemplating. Did yeah. he do that? So I think it's an interesting point. I'll ask my sister about it. Uh, okay, but here's the reason why I think the end of your point, though, I don't agree with. You are operating from the perspective, we all see the world through our own eyes, obviously. And the eyes of Kevin Wilds, in addition to being a beautiful green, is it? I'm not certain. Is that of a good person? Oh, Wilds, Wilds <laughs> operates in good faith. I'm, and by the way, I'm not saying Kyler's not a good person. I'm not speaking for Kyler at all. I think Kyler's probably a great guy. But those of us that have a little bit of the devil on our shoulder, you know, more than you maybe, when we are backed into a corner that we don't feel we deserve to get be backed into, if we find a way to wiggle out of that corner, there is a lot of bleep you coming back at you. I, I am. You, you guys, you guys gave me this money. I'm carrying this team with a tear. You think he doesn't know Kingsbury's in over his head? He's a terrible coach. Hey, got my wide receiver suspended, <laughs> dealing with all this stuff, and you're telling me that I need to study more? I'm Kyler bleeping Murray. I'm the greatest player in the history of Texas high school football. And now you, you've withdrawn it. So guess what, America? October 28th, new COD comes out. And I'll be live streaming it, it hours on end. We actually have a, a mini bye week that week. Get ready for it. That's how I would operate. I'm telling you right now. So no, I wouldn't double down on the study in Jenna. October 28th, That was entertaining, Nick, but I'm with Wilds. That's it for us. I think he studies more. Have a great weekend, everyone.